My name is Q. I'm an event producer in the entertainment industry. This podcast is me and my colleagues talking about how we got into the business, offering career advice, and just chatting about whatever's happening in the world today. Please enjoy. What's up, my man? How are you? Oh, bro, I didn't recognize you. Seeing right through you. How you been? Chilling, bro. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Oh, man, I really appreciate you hopping in on this, man, especially last minute, brother. I think it's going. Are you good, man? No, we ain't, we ain't really got shit to do <laughs> uh, during COVID. I understand. Uh, are you working from home? Yeah, yeah. Well, my, my job is kind of unique. So, like, uh, I do uh, – I work in a marketing department for a week stop. Mm-hmm. So, um, my my team, we do, like, uh, activation stuff. So, like, we'll try, to, we'll try to do activations now. But, like, since the COVID stuff, we can't really do mm-hmm. as much activations as possible. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I'm working from home. Gotcha. And you're, uh, you're stationed in Dallas, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Where are you from, initially from? Uh, Houston, Southwest. Okay. A-Leaf, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, I appreciate you hopping on the podcast. I'm just going to do my little spiel right quick. Then uh, we'll just go right into it, okay? God, it shouldn't be like 45 minutes to an hour. Awesome, awesome. Welcome to another episode of the q Podcast. Um, I have a special guest on the line today. I had the opportunity working with his brother with the Houston Rockets for a couple of seasons. This man has gone and changed his life around and became a whole new person. Don't even recognize this guy. About 300 pounds later, whatever, man. He is the CrossFit king. He's working at Wingstop, making changes. Uh, doing big things uh, in the marketing department and also doing freelance photography. I love to welcome to the stage, Eli. How you doing, brother? How you doing, man? Appreciate it for having me. Awesome, awesome, man. How do you pronounce your last name? Uh, Abraham. I've, I've heard different. I've heard different names. Abraham, Ibrahim. Okay, awesome, awesome, man. First of all, I just want you to uh, take this opportunity to tell the people a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and how you got started in the entertainment industry. Um, Eli, 33, um, from Houston, Texas, um, went to school out here in Dallas. So kind of, once I graduated, I kind of went back and forth and then I just decided to stay in Dallas because that's where I got like most of my, um, my, my network at, mm-hmm. uh, as far as the industry, um, once I got done with college, one of my good friends from high school, um, Cedric, uh, was interning with the Rockets. And I was like, damn, man, I want to get on with you. And so he was like, uh, he's like, I, he's like, I can uh, see if I can get you in the MA thing. And so uh, he talked to Leilani, uh, who's who's uh, one of the directors in the marketing department over there. And you know how Leilani is. She's like, yeah. hey, if you vouch for the person, you're going to, like, if they mess up, that's on you. So, like, yeah. he was like, all right. So he, he hit me up and was like, hey, I'm vouching for you. I do good, blah, blah. So, Got on with them. Then I started uh, at the same time, kind of I started uh, since I was working with the Rockets. Uh, I also was able to get on with the Texans. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing their like kind of game day uh, sponsorship stuff, which was real cool. I loved it. It was it was early. Like if, if we had a home game, I had to be I had to be at the arena by like 
2 30 a.m 3 a.m so, <laughs> yeah. like there'd be days i think there was only one day where i tried to i was like you know i'm gonna go out saturday live a little bit then go to work like as soon as i did it man that had to be the worst day ever i was, <laughs> tired. I was still, like a little bit drunk and like, for the most part like all we had to do was kind of set up uh any of the sponsors that were there we just had to make sure they were good mm -hmm. and, like for the most part we just chill until we had to do like a big uh, in-game sponsorship mm -hmm. but other than that, it was it was real laid back, so it wasn't like something where like the Rockets you had a, it's it's moving parts all the time. Mm -hmm. So that one day I, I was able to get okay with it. Then moved to Dallas uh, around my thirtieth birthday is when I uh, is when I decided to get a camera. Uh, I was working I was working with my uh, my cousin and friend in Dallas in Houston, and they started their own photography company. I thought oh, you know what let me get down with it, but I was only gonna do the marketing side for them. And I started getting a little interested in um, in photography. Um, then uh, when I bought my camera for my thirtieth, I, I was gonna I was only gonna use it just to um, to film my podcast that I was thinking about doing with two of my friends. Uh, so oh, wow. take, yeah, so I wasn't I wasn't even thinking about like doing photography. And so like I, and then so I took it to Jamaica for my thirtieth. I thought you know what, let me play around with it a little bit. And so I started taking pictures. And when I go when I go back and look at those pictures, those pictures. Were garbage compared to <laughs> but people yeah. like people some people like them and then a couple of friends were starting this thing called hip hop book club which i'm a part of in dallas and they're like hey we need a photographer would you want to do it and i'm like bro i'm not that like i'm not that good like i just started i don't want to like because this is something that might be important to y'all i don't want to i don't want to like mess up y'all brand so mm -hmm. and they're like nah we, we we believe you blah blah so they let me uh get on um, my stuff has been like in, I think, the Source magazine, Dallas Morning News, nice. um, and then that, and then that just kind of built up. Uh, other people who saw my work decided to use me for like modeling gigs or events and stuff, and then that's how I kind of got into it. I got you. What happened to podcast? You didn't get that uh, off the ground, man. We had we we so we had a couple of episodes. The the. Um, our audio wasn't as great as I wanted to be because if I wanted okay. to do, I wanted to do, I wanted to do it like top notch. Cool, I wanted right. to make sure everything was good. I mean, the people, the couple people, the, the couple of friends and family I listened to, they thought it was like, oh, this is hilarious. Like, y'all need to, y'all need to get it going. But then, like, our schedule was so like, because my my friend who got me on Wingstop, uh, Sobe, uh, he was doing the podcast with me. And this was this was when I wasn't on Wingstop yet. So he was so he, like, with our job, like when when COVID is not happening, like we're on the move, like all over like the u.s so like we're traveling and so like his schedule with my schedule my other friend Tate's schedule because he was a he's a a referee so we, there'd be like times where like we'd only be in the same place for like two days and like oh you know what let's not do it and so like the maybe like three or four episodes we did we were just like ah but i mean now it's probably the perfect time to re retry it like re kind of reboot it up so yeah. we might probably do that that'd be awesome what was the the premise of the podcast it was just like a kind of like a Joe Budden podcast, you know, just okay. shit, just this and giggles and stuff. Okay, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I love the Joe podcast, man. One of him and one, Lil Wayne is not bad. Um, I think it's a good avenue for him. You know, the same for when Nicki Minaj had her thing. Uh, I want to say Barbie Radio. Yeah, radio. I think yeah. Queen or Barb Radio, yeah. like that. Queen Radio, yeah. I think like she just had the natural ability to be able to make that transition, but of course, I think she just used it in the wrong way. She'll only get on when 
it was controversy. She just wanted attention or a project was about to drop or something like that. So I think if she stayed consistent, it'll be definitely up there with the Joe Button podcast, getting those million dollar deals with Spotify and stuff like that. So hopefully I can get there one day with dropping this podcast, man. There you go. Hey, there you go. You speak, speak into existence. Absolutely, man. So um, did you ever have an opportunity to work with the Red Ops when you were with the Houston Rockets? Uh, no, I think when I think when I first got on, I think they were like they had cause they had they had separated from us. Like it was it was a point it was a point where they had separated and they were doing like Danielle was doing her own thing with mm-hmm. them, and so like she kind of brought who she wanted, or or I think she she kind of took on who she wanted with like Eddie and them. Yeah, and then and then I guess when I left, uh, like I think like right after I left to come back to Dallas, like they I guess merged them and then like. I guess Leilana had picked like a couple of people to go over there, but I I would have I would have that was definitely like something I want to do that or or like basketball ops and stuff. Yeah, uh, actually Bobby got an opportunity to do basketball ops. I think he's still a part of that squad. I see him every yeah, game yeah. on the side. Muscle Bobby. I be seeing I be seeing him doing. Hey, it's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. But uh, one thing we used to do for I was a part of the Red Ops crew. I had the opportunity to do that for a couple of seasons with Danelle and Eddie and that crew. Um, one thing we'll do will be a icebreaker, and an icebreaker we'll call top five. So anybody that'll come shadow, whether it was you know, from the MA crew or somebody coming out of town or, you know, even if it was a full-time position of somebody coming from a diff t- different team. We just wanted to make the environment very comfortable for that person. So I've implemented that into my show. So we'll always do top five rappers just to get a sense of your music style. So I just want to ask you, what are your top five? Well, are you a big hip hop fan? You're very yeah, broad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely a hip hop fan. So we're saying top five all time, top five right now. Your personal list, your personal list. Uh, it can be all time or it can be like only right now. Your your preference. I'll just go right now because I, I don't like I don't like that top five all time stuff. But mm-hmm. I say like right now, who I listen to a lot. Um, I'm a big well Jay is on, Jay is my top of the list. Like if it was all time or now, it's Jay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm a big Kid Cudi fan. Like I'm, a, mm-hmm. I'm a, for some reason I'm a big emo rapper fan, and I'm not emotional or depressed or anything. Like that. <laughs> so like Kid Cudi, Juice World, nice um, man, lost a good one, man. Yeah, lost a good one, man. Like the kid, the kid's super talented. Like he just can't. Like I've been jamming his seat. He just came out with like super tough. And I hate it, man. It's like it's like that Biggie effect. Like I wasn't really. Do you think Biggie would still be like legendary if he was still alive today, or you think it was because he died at such a young age that it elevated to a different level? I think it's a combination. I think, well, I think he still would have been great no matter what. But I think like the the because I mean he came out with two classic CDs. They were still the only two classic CDs. The only two CDs he came out with, but they were still like ahead of their time. The sound was different. Like he started a whole new. Uh, him and. Um, did he start a whole new sound? Like as far as like rap, it wasn't like the super hardcore it was like that R and B mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he still would have been great. That death thing does like kind of boost him a little bit because you, because somebody can start off like super hot. Like I mean, Fifty Cent, he started off with damn near two classic albums, mm-hmm. and then the rest of his stuff was just kind of like mm, mm-hmm. he's still he's still but he's still like a I mean, he his first album went diamond, whatever. So. Uh, I mean, you can't. I think it's a combination of both. But I was so I would say, just to finish it off, I would say, uh, I'd put Drake up there. 
And my fifth one, man, as much as as crazy as he is right now, uh, I feel like I have to say Kanye. I feel like Kanye has to be my, my top five. And, and, and it's just like, mm, it's, it's like, yeah, as much as I want to, you kind of have to separate him and his music because his music is still like, his catalog might be, I mean, I think his catalog other than Jay-Z's might be the best of all time. I, I absolutely agree. Like Kanye is not my number one. It's Kanye and Drake. Then Drake for me in regards to uh, favorite artists. But after this weekend, man, I I couldn't. I can't. He needs help, man. What he's doing, I can't support. And absolutely, for a long time, I've tried to separate the artists from the music. You know, I did the same thing for Chris Brown. I'm a big Chris Brown fan. Oh yeah, me, me too. Me too. And I was just like, I had to separate it. You know, people don't like him because of what he did or whatever. But I'm like, man, but, you know, he has some great hits, though. You know, Loyal, all these other jams that you're jamming to. He, so. he, he, like, he's a hit machine. Like, it makes no sense how, how like, if Chris, if Chris Brown never would have got, never would have went through what he went through with Rihanna, he, oh. he might be the biggest, the biggest star ever. He'll be he'll be Michael Jack, Jackson status yeah. right now. Like yeah. it'll be Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Chris Brown. Yep. So, um, but yeah, I I just can't get with what Kanye's doing right now. I understand he has a he, mental health and bi, uh, bipolar disease and stuff like that. But I'm just like, man, he just he got to get off the of social. I I don't. I'm not even like listening to the album that's about to come out. I was like, I just can't. I have yeah. no interest. Are you gonna check it out? I'm still on the fence about it because, as crazy as he is, the, I mean the music is is still there. I'm 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 just waiting. I'm I'm a I'm gonna see. Hopefully, whatever happens with him, hopefully something good happens. Like he gets help soon because I mean pe- people have like uh, uh, Dave Chappelle have went out there to go see him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, um, Dame Dash just went to go see him today. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, like those people help him out, trying to get him better. And then, I mean, but he still, like, he, he definitely needs help because some of the stuff that he's saying is, like, super wild, like. Yeah, but now two individuals who work in the marketing field, who work in the entertainment field, is this just for clout? It's just, just a marketing tactic for his album. He is a part of the Kardashian clan, and this is their thing they're known for. So is this real or, you know, this is just for clout? Nah, I think, cause, I mean, because Kanye has said some, like, off-the-wall stuff, but, like, like what he's, like, saying now is, like, because, you know, at, at, as soon as his mom, as soon as his mom passed away, like, you could tell, like, a totally mm-hmm. different Kanye, like, and, like, he's following that trajectory of, like, everything that he's been doing since his mom passed. I mean, he he, he did the whole presidential campaign before, uh, I think, before, um, what's the one with Ultralight Beam? Oh, was it Ultralight Beam? No, or Ultralight was it... Beam. Life of Pablo? No. No, I will. I think, well, didn't he come out with another year after Life of Oh, yeah. Um, um, Yay or something. The one where oh, he came yeah, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the Mountains one. I think, he, I think he said like he was going to run for president around then. So, like, the president stuff, I think that's a, I think that's a marketing scheme. But, like, stuff that he's doing, like, talking about, like, I almost killed my daughter. Like, yeah. That's really, like, like he's really, like, just bipolar and, like, he needs some help type stuff. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I hope he gets better, man. I mean, only thing you can do right now is hope it, Hoping that this is not fake and that he's going to get real help. Uh, yeah. Pivoting, staying on the music topic and pivoting um, to 50 Cent, who was one of Kanye's rivals at the beginning of his career, but Kanye completely washed him with the graduation album. Um, 
50s? Have you been watching the verses at all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think Snoop Dogg and DMX are tonight. I'm yeah. like, I think it's I think it's a good combination. Uh, I'm not in a, uh, a it's not a priority to watch it, but I think it's a good matchup. But Ti called out Fifty Cent. Are you are you a Ti fan? Yeah. I'm, I like I'm like if if Ti was to like like when I was saying like Ti if he was to do it versus like I think the only people that keep that could like keep up with him. In the in the south, like as far as like Atlanta, like Miami, because te- uh, Texas Texas might have somebody that can deal with him. But I think like one people that can deal with him probably is like Jeezy, Ross. But it's not a lot of people that have like his cat. Uh, maybe Outkast, Big Boy, and Andre. But that that's kind of unfair. But like yeah. like when people were talking about Fifty Cent had this, I was like I was like man, like like I I, re- I recently just listened to Get Rich or Die Trying like while I was running mm-hmm. and. There are a lot of highs on that album, but those lows are like, man, like I was skipping songs. Like, oh my goodness, I was like, I was like, I, I thought this thing was a, cl- I mean, it's still a classic. I won't, whatever, because of the time it came out, everything he did for hip hop. But I sat back there and I was like, oh man, this CD was not as great as I thought it was. Like, 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 like the highs, like the Many Men, uh, the intro. Like, there's like, there's like a, a lot of good Twenty One Questions. There's a lot of good songs. Mm-hmm. And then if you go back and look at Ti's catalog, you're just like, yeah. Like, I'm still bumping Ti. I can still yeah, go back yeah, to yeah. Ti's first album and still bump all of it. And um, you can, you can, you can do that for like three of his CDs. Oh yeah, absolutely. But also, I don't know because we're from the South, so somebody from New York can say something completely different because that's their you know what they listen to. That's their style of music or whatever. Or they're, they're, just, they're just biased because that's, that's their coast. Absolutely, absolutely. But um, I think. Just putting record to record, I think T.I. will watch 50 Cent. I don't think T, uh, 50 Cent wants that smoke or anything like that. Okay. I don't even think, I don't even think uh, 50 has 20, like, classic songs. Like, 20 like twenty songs is a lot of songs. And he didn't even put that much out at workout unless you, unless you start using, like, his mixtapes and stuff. And then. Yeah, I mean, you can use mixtapes. You can use features. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, if you count in features, T.I. got the features, too. Yeah, I was just like, I just thought about one soldier with Destiny Child and Lil Wayne. I'm like, he killed that. Yep. And a couple others, what the the re- record he did with Ludacris, and even the record with him and Ludacris were were beefing. You know. Oh, stop. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, I had to go back man. and listen to that. <laughs> it was fire, bro. That's when hip hop was real. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome, man. So that was top five, man. So going back into the entertainment, you started as a freelance photographer, uh, pretty much by mistake. You was initially going to be a podcaster, then you just <laughs> caught a field with it, and you um, you had an opportunity where your work got into different magazines and stuff like that. Um, how did you make that transition going into a, uh, I guess, a corporate role with a Wingstop? Uh, so like I said, my friend uh, Selby worked uh, for Wingstop, and he was like, he was like man job is cool you know the team is cool it's full like our, like my direct team is like just young black dude so like I work with a, a, so it, you know what I'm saying it's not hard for me to like interact with them you know you have to kind of separate if you work with other races mm-hmm. but and I, and I wasn't I wasn't really uh, liking the job that I was doing before then uh I was uh, doing SEO it wasn't that I didn't like it because I could I, I could literally come in here with t-shirt basketball shorts and uh in jordan slides and like they would be fine with like i i just wear that every day mm-hmm. but it was just like it was just like 
the same thing every every day and like my and like with me it's like if I'm not interested in it like I'm just gonna be like like just zoned out and so like he told me about it and the process took like three months to get on because they were just like oh you know what we're gonna get you on but we just got wave blah, blah blah and then when I finally got on uh, the first, the the first, I think the first event we did was a Cowboys game for Thanksgiving. Man, when I tell you it was freezing cold, like I was like, "Yo, it it's it, it basically like the MA job, but not as main, not as many moving parts." And we and I get to travel all the time, so like uh, for Super Bowl, I was at Diddy's house. Uh, nice. Yeah, we he wanted he wanted us to bring the food truck out there, so we went there. Everybody was everybody was over there. His house was super nice, and yeah. security was everywhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we get to travel, do fun things, do fun events. Like basically, it's basically it's like if an if an event makes sense, we'll go out there and and and, and we pick the event. So like if it's something we don't like, we don't think it's gonna be beneficial, or something you know we're probably gonna have fun at, we're not gonna usually go. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just kind of just transitioned there. And then one of the big things was they knew that I did photography. So they're like, you know what? That add, that adds a another element to to him because uh, even though my friend was vouching for me, he was like, hey, if this guy can take uh, good pictures for us, then our like our recap club, we had to do recaps every day or every event, and like if our recaps are better with better images to give to a marketing team for like social media, like print, all that stuff, then then he'll be another asset for us. So I think that's one of the big things that um, that uh, that kind of got me the job. Awesome, man. Well, I don't know how you do it, man, because Wingstop is my favorite place of all time. If I had, if I was on death row and they were like, what's your last meal? Bring me a hundred piece from Wingstop with the extra large fries, man. The, the extra sauce, extra ranch, extra seasoning on there. Hey, I, 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 I get it. Look, I'm not, I'm not the perfect man. So there'd be some days <laughs> we'll be on the food truck and and we'll work an event, and I'll sneak a couple pieces, and sneak a little more pieces. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I'm eating too damn much. And so, like, <laughs> especially like, I, like I, there was one, there was a, so there was one week where we we're doing like a week of giving, like mm-hmm. right, right around Corona, like right around not Corona start, but like when Corona was like, it might have been like in late April, early May. Okay. We were doing like, we were doing like a week of giving to where we were like, um, we were feeding first responders, cops. Uh, nurses like uh goodwill not goodwill uh salvation army mm-hmm. um doctors all that so uh we were feeding them the whole week and like this and i and i i decided to juice that week like uh from monday through friday okay and monday through friday monday through friday we had we had an event or not an event but we were we were cooking for the first responders and all of them firefighters whatever man when i tell you it was the most not stressful but like so like with me, like if I'm if I if I'm busy at work, if I'm busy at work, I don't think about eating. Like it's, 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 it start exactly. when I, it starts when I when I get to slow when I get to slow down, or like I'm at home just like chilling to where I'm like you know I'm kind, I'm kind of hungry. I might well eat, but that that juicing week, it was I think it was four juices a day for five days. Man, when I tell you, there was some days where I would just feel like I was about to pass out, and then I was, and I would smell food, and I I see my friends, my coworkers eating food, and I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the worst, man. It's the yeah, worst. Man. I mean, and, and like one, like uh, yesterday, we had um, went to take the trucks to kind of uh, get them upgraded. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys that that was working there was like, "Hey, man, do y'all ever just get tired of wings?" 
and, um, and he was like, or, or Wingstop? You was like, nah, bro, like, you can't really get tired of it. It's like, <laughs> one of them foods, like, you just, like, you just can't be tired of. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it, yeah. I, I get it. And then, yeah. There's so many different forms. It's not, it's bone-in, boneless, sauce. You got about, what, 10 different sauces, bro? So I think we had 12 to 14, I think. Bro, it's even better. I mean, yeah. so just coming from you, you got the ins and outs. Are there any menu hacks that you would recommend? Anything that you would like, you would recommend somebody going to Wingstop and trying to order that they usually won't offer anybody else? I don't know about ordering. So, like, I remember one time, me and my friends, me and my coworkers had did like a, like the ranch is already dope. The ranch is already good. Everybody loves the ranch. Like sometimes we'll come to a, we'll come to an event and like people will, will like. They'll still eat the wings, but they're like, "Oh, damn! I want the ranch too." I'm like, yeah. "Bro, you still, it's, it's still gonna be good." But I understand. I think I think we had put like some we had put like some Cajun and like some lemon pepper in the ranch. <laughs> I, <feel fine. laughs> I got you. I got you. Like those Zudu fries, bro. Uh, no, yeah, Voodoo, the Voodoo fries. fries, bro. Yeah. Amazing. I don't know who came up with it, but they need a raise. I hope they got one. Yeah. Definitely. That's awesome. So, man, speaking of temptations and, you know, discipline and stuff like that, man, you went through a major change over the last two years, if I'm not mistaken, man, a big weight loss journey that you took, man. Can you tell me a little bit about that and, you know, what mindset you were in, you know, prior to starting? Uh, so at the time, uh, I, had a, I, had a, I had a girl from the time. And, like, when I met her, I think I, I had met her on my like my birthday weekend, and I was like, I was like pulling chicks the whole week. I don't know what was going on. It was like bigger than me too. And so I was like, I was like on a run. I was like, okay, I got, I got, I pulled a chick Thursday. I pulled a chick Friday. I pulled a chick Saturday. And so I had met her Saturday and she, she was drunk. I was a little drunk, but like we had chopped it up. But, and then before I could even get her number, she kind of like went off, like just like kind of went to her little dance or whatever. And like the next day I, had, I remember she was talking to one of my friends. I was like, hey, was that you? Oh girl that you were talking to? Was that you? He's like, nah. So I was like, hey, give, uh, give, give me her uh, IG so I can holler at her just or whatever so I can like continue the conversation. Mm -hmm. I got it. We chopped it up, and then she was like, well, if you serious, um, let's go, let's go, uh, let's go on a date today. And I was like, damn. I was like, man, I'm on, I'm on, a, I'm on a hot streak. I was gonna do Sunday Fun Day. See if I can get <laughs> and then so I was like, uh, I was like, all right, you know, I'll take her on a date. I, I, I was feeling her. Uh, so we went on a date, and then on the day she was like, "Hey, you know, health is a big thing for me." And I mean, she wasn't the she wasn't the fittest, but she was a small, like she was like a, a slim thick, slim thick chick. And so uh, she was like, "Health is big for me," and I was like, "Yeah, I get it." So she was like, "You know, you kind of one of the bigger." I think that she's either bigger dudes or biggest dude I ever dated. So she was like, "If we do do this, um, like you're gonna take you're gonna take yourself serious because because her dad her dad was diabetic." So ah, uh, okay. So, yeah, so it kind of it kind of makes sense to her. I was like, yeah, girl, I got this, girl. I, I, I be in the gym every day, hooping, working out. Like, <laughs> I like, I like, I ain't worry about it. And so, we started. And and what's funny was, like that. So my, my birthday in March. She at the end of March, early April, she was gonna. She was. Uh, she was. She was a travel. Um, a travel, not a travel nurse, but like a travel um, social worker. Okay. So she was going to Oklahoma City to to work over there for the next three months. I'm like, damn. So we were like, we were like linking up like damn near like every other day or every three days to like kind of just like speed the transition up of like the talking stage. 
And so we got it together. Then like maybe like around like maybe like around October, no, August. Yeah, September, August. Uh, I had I had got uh, let go from my job. So they gave me a seven package and let me go. I was like, oh, bet. I, was like, I ain't tripping. Then what was, what was funny was I had got let go. I had got let go. Then the very next week, I had I was taking her to her. The very next week was her birthday, and we were going to Chicago. So I was just like, <laughs> and like, and like uh, the moment we landed in Chicago, I had got paid my first uh, part of my seven package because I was like, yo, I ain't got no money. I'm about to be struggling out here, and then and like hey, it like it, it literally came right when the um, a hotel was like swiping my card. Oh. To, to, to like put like put the money down, I was like, thank God. Uh, and then the 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 week after that was like my annual trip with my homeboys to go to Vegas. So I was just like, like, well, this is just a, a shitty like a a bad time. Like if it was after if it was after the Vegas trip, I'd have, I'd have kind of been okay. Mm-hmm. But we did that, and then like and then like after that, she was like, hey, remember I told you like a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of months ago, like when we first started dating, like hey, health is big for me. You haven't really like changed like like anything like you know what I'm saying you're, like, you're you're a little bigger actually because you know the relationship weight you kind of <laughs> oh yeah so i was like damn and so she, so like she kind of like broke up with me and uh in chicago no 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 oh, we were back okay. in, no we were okay. back in dallas or she was in oklahoma city i was in dallas whatever something like that and so she kind of broke up with me and like for like maybe like four or five days and then like around around that time since i was like man you know what i have no i have no excuse um not to get like my health in order and stuff, so fuck it. Like I was, I think I was rambling on like a. I was rambling on Facebook. I don't even get on Facebook like that. Like if I'm on Facebook, it's only because I'll see somebody's birthday is on there, and I'll go say happy birthday, or like my uh my post from Instagram will go straight to Facebook. Like like I'm yeah. I'm I'm just never on Facebook like that. So I was on Facebook and I was scrolling. It was like uh, lose lose twenty five pounds in in 40 or 60 days it was like it was like a crossfit thing a crossfit ad and it was like free and i was like oh shit okay well i was like i was like let me go ahead and look into this and so um i did i i looked into it the guy was like well it's technically not free he was like you pay 500 down right now and then after the after the um the four weeks you um if you lose 25 pounds or lose 4% body fat, you get your money back. And so I was like, bet. So I didn't, I didn't have the $500 and my mom always, my mom always, she's a nurse. And so she's real big on health too. She would always be like, man, if you want me to buy you a trainer, I'll buy you a trainer. I'm like, no mom, I got this. Like I'd be in the gym all the day, all the time. I got this. But yeah. every time I, every time I'd be in, like I, like I would literally be in the gym hooping for like two or three hours and then lifting for like another hour. But then as soon as I leave the gym, I go to like McDonald's or Whataburger and just sad boy out. Yeah. And so uh, she was like, all right, look, I'm going to send you this money. But if you don't do what you got to do, then you're paying me back. And I was like, yeah, I got you. I ain't tripping. I was like, all right, cool. So like I went for like the initiation to like the CrossFit, like, cause it was like a, it was like a diet. It was like a program where like diet, working out type stuff. So I went to there. I was like, all right, but I like bet. Everything that this dude has on here, I'm gonna do. So like, he said like a break, like a breakfast, which includes like 
a protein, uh, some veggies, then uh, a, a protein shake snack, then lunch, then protein shake snack, then dinner. I was doing, I did exactly that. So like for 40, like 40 days, I didn't touch, I didn't touch, I didn't touch bread. I didn't touch liquor. I didn't touch candy. Like I was like, I was strict, like whatever he said. And then I was working out and I was working out. I think I started working out like, I think, I think I was working out every, every day, five days. And then, so I would, I would go to CrossFit at 6 a.m. Then uh, do that, come back home for like two hours then go hoop my friends during, um, during noon and then come back home and then even even try to uh hoop at 5 p.m mm-hmm. so i was doing that and since i wasn't working i'm like i know I, I ain't got no excuse i'm gonna just do that and then uh after the after the six weeks or whatever i think i dropped i think i think there was only one more person that had beat me dropping the most weight i think i dropped 32 pounds the other dude had dropped 33 or 34 mm-hmm. and so and what's funny was after, so he was like, "Damn!" He's like, "Man, I, I, I didn't like." He like, "That's a lot." Like you, like you dropped a lot. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, well, that's cool." And so like the funny thing is, the very next day I had got done with that. Like, like, I, I didn't like uh, my six weeks was around the time of yeah, it was it was it was right around Halloween. And so I I didn't so I didn't even eat Thanksgiving meal. Like I had to eat my my I had to eat my my. Uh, yeah, my, my, meal. My, my meal preps because mm-hmm. I was I was like, damn, I'm, I'm going all in. I can't I can't do this. Yeah. And so the very day after we got done with our six week program, the next day was my brother's thirtieth birthday, and we were going to we were going on a cruise. Yeah. Seven day cruise. I thought you know what? Ooh, seven days. Oof. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I did good. To, I did good this uh, six weeks. Let me go ahead and uh, let me go ahead and live a little bit. I was eating drinking and I was eating bread man I told you I added 10 pounds in that seven days when I got back it's probably like around this December like I think like December like 15 I went back the, the next day I went back to CrossFit it felt like it was the first day of working out <laughs> I was like I was just like sloppy I was slow I was like oh man I can't do this and so uh me and my girl were were kind of back together um and then like I started, I, I wasn't keep, I wasn't keeping my diet as much as I should have been. And so like January 1st, uh, I think I had, I had weighed in like 300 and like two pounds. And so I told myself, I said, all right, you know what, since I know what I can do with what I could have done in six weeks, I like, I'm, I, I'm like, I'm making a promise to myself that I'm gonna drop a hundred pounds by the end of the year. So 50 by the summer, 50 by the end of the year. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I got done with my hundred pounds maybe by maybe by August. Wow. Yeah, and then so like I then then I had then I had one and got a physical, and because but because before the physical I was high blood pressure, pre diabetic, bad cholesterol. Like I was just like everything. Like like if I like if I if I didn't change my my ways, I probably would have. I probably would have caught COVID and died around this time. Like just because just because my health wasn't good. So, um, when I got back, all like everything was like clean slate, like everything was good. And then so like they had told me, um, based off of my height, which I know this is not like black people, black like black measurements, but like based off your height, you should be one eighty. So I was like, I bet my next goal is to be from two two hundred to one eighty, which I'm still working on because I, I haven't been as um, active. 
I haven't I haven't been as as keeping on my diet. I've been real relaxed. I'm like, you know what? I'm looking good. I'm doing whatever. But now I'm now I'm back on it. So I think I should I think I should get down to my 180 goal maybe by uh maybe by the middle of August. Okay. That's awesome, man. That that is an amazing journey, brother, because once we saw the before and after pictures, bro, it's day and night. You know, and you know, how did how do you feel mentally in the space? Well, I feel good, I feel good mentally. Uh, I always I mean I've always been a confident person, but I mean dropping all this weight does allow like like people that people that weren't talking to you before, they're talking to you now, girls mm-hmm. that weren't like paying you attention, or some of them will be like, Oh, you know what, you were still cute back then. I'm like, No. I like <laughs> if I was if I was, you can tell me, but it, like I mean, I don't I don't I don't I don't ever take it to heart because I'm at the end of the day, I'm still a, a modest and humble dude. So, like, no matter how many times people tell me, like, oh, you look great, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, you know, I can, I can always be better. I'm never going to be, like, uh, like high on my horse. Like, yeah, I am the shit, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know, I know I'm, like, I'm pretty legit, but I'm never, I'm never going to do it in a cocky way. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm confident as hell, but I'm, not, I'm never going to be a cocky person. Good. That's good. So, um, what does the Black Lives Matter movement mean to you personally? Uh, I, th- I mean, I just believe it, it means equality. Like, I mean, you can't. I, I understand people try to disassociate the movement and the actual group because I, I, I've heard negative things about the group about like their their own like agenda and stuff. But like, I don't want I don't want to go toward that. I just want the, the whole Black Lives Matter because people would think that just because we say Black Lives Matter, it means only Black Lives Matter, which isn't the case. Like, we just we want the same type of the same type of um, equality, just like anybody else, and like, and and, I, and that's and that's for anybody. The because the same thing has happened to trans people. The same thing has happened to Black women. Same thing has happened to um, other minorities. And so, like, it's just like, I guess we're just kind of thrown out there as of right now. And it's just like when you and it's just like when you see these white people with guns marching aggressively around cities, and and they're just and people are just allowing them, or cops are allowing them to just kind of like, hey, go home. But if you you see a black guy even like just just chilling with a just chilling with a gun, not even doing anything aggressive, it's it's like he gets the the gun drawn on him or something happened. And it's like like that, like that, like I mean the the only thing that I, that I've gotten close to dealing with is I think when I was like in I think I was in high school or something around that time. Uh, like every time, like every time I get around, every time I get around cops, I always feel nervous just because yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen. So like in high school, yeah. I was leaving my, I was leaving my, my um, my parents' house, uh, and so I had stopped there, stop sign, and I, and I stopped there for like maybe like a minute because they were behind me, and so I was like, you know what? Let me make sure that I do a full stop. Yeah. I don't do the damn thing. And so as soon as I take the left turn outside the neighborhood, since we stay in the suburbs, they leave. And my car, I think my car at the time was like a 95 Honda. So I was, they were like, oh, what, what's this car doing here? So they stopped me, uh, asked me all the questions like, hey, uh, what were you doing here? I was like, I live in that neighborhood. They were like, uh, they were like, uh, can we search your car? And so like, I was just like, like, I was just like, so like freaked out. I was, wow. like, man. I was like, man, go ahead. Like that, I mean, and they, and they could, they could easily like just pin something on me and like, and like throw like threw some drugs or something or or done something. Wow. But I was just like I was just like so nervous and like just just trying to comply with the cops that I was like you know what I'm not even gonna 
I'm not even gonna like try to get aggressive, try to get mad. I'm gonna just do what they say, and they and they, didn't, they didn't find anything, so they just let me go with a warning. And I'm just how, like, how old were you when this happened? I might have been like 18 to 20, like something wow. around that age. And that's crazy to for us to have to go through that, you know, because of course, if you know your rights, you know they have no no right to search your car, you know, because you have every right to absolutely absolutely say no. Um, what was the reason for them even pulling you over? Did you not have your turn signal? No, no, I, did, I literally did everything. I did everything right so that they wouldn't pull me over. They were just like, um, they were just like, oh, you look, you look suspicious and you look nervous. And I was just like, fam, you're like, you're oh. the cop. Like, what, like, what do you want me to do? And like, and like, so, the, and like, so that's why, like, like usually, like every time I, I usually get pulled over for like a speeding, like a, like speeding, like I, I, I always in speeding. So like every time I get pulled over, they'll, they'll, they'll look at my, they'll look at my, um like my record and since I have nothing on my record, like no like no arrest, nothing like that, they'll just be like, All right, man, you, you can go with a warning. Like 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 some of my friends used to be like, yo, like how do you how do you get out of not getting ticket? Like there was one point I was getting pulled I was getting pulled over like maybe like like nine times in like two years. And I was all I was getting was warnings. And like I was like, man, I didn't mean I just try to be as, as friendly to the cops and, and they see I have no no warrants or no records, so they don't really care. Wow. And also that that's that's really sad that we have to, you know, kinda go through that. We have we kinda have this this natural ability of like, you know, being around any type of authority that we feel like we have to lessen ourselves or our blackness or anything like that to, to not seem suspicious or anything like that. And I should be able to just be myself openly or whatever, but we're just not at, at that time in our lives, we just wasn't really encouraged to do those types of things. So it's it's definitely crazy to hear that story to where your one your rights were absolutely violated. You know, you didn't you they had no reason to pull you over, and you know now we're in an age to where we can pull out a phone really quickly and record it, and some cops don't want that smoke right now, especially yep. not right now. So imagine, they don't. Imagine when they, when they put the one their body cam just like. Mm-hmm. Uh, some sometimes you'll see body cam that like come in like like five minutes after what what's been happening. It's yeah. Like where the where the other stuff that that where, where the other footage. Yeah, absolutely, man. So I'm I'm not very educated on just laws and stuff like that, but I know that that absolutely was wrong. And you know, I think we now have the tools to teach our children who and teach their children and so on like the next generations know that's why i'm so proud of what we're doing now you know even though covid is bad but i feel like if covid wasn't happening right now and the world was just moving as you as usual these things will we we will not be in a time we are right now where people our voice is finally being heard and not just by you know your cnn's and your media's now these corporations who are the real, you know, power people? Because once you start messing with people's money, that's when people start moving. So yeah. when it was a time for them to start stepping up and saying we're going to commit millions of dollars to, you know, this protest or million dollars to this cause, and you know, be more focused on diversity and stuff like that. So I think we're living in a good time right now, to where we're now being heard, but we still got a lot more work to do. So yeah, I think I think I think COVID was, I mean, it's a it's a a horrible thing that's going on but i think it allowed like i think between people like being like being cooped up in their house and 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 the 
the, um, the reality of what's going on being thrown in their face because they have nothing else to do but to watch the news and, and see what's going on is, what, like, is the perfect blend of, of the storm that's showing us all this stuff. Because, I mean, uh, police brutality has been happening for, forever. And, like, oh, people, yeah. people, people, people have, they'll, oh, they'll get yeah. an uproar for maybe, maybe, like, a week, maybe, like, a month or so. Mm-hmm. Nothing really happens with the, with the uh, government. But now it's like since since people are in their houses all day, it's like the news are gonna are gonna keep reporting this. So you have to do something now. Absolutely. Then also I think another thing is you know that that generation that's above us or the generation above them, you know, is starting to to go away. And now our generation is starting to be in those uh, positions of power where we're now making those decisions. And, you know, our generation uh, sees that and we know it's wrong. You know, just like, you know, our parents didn't believe in like therapy and all this other stuff that we talk about now, especially within our culture. But now it's okay and it's a natural, normal thing and a normal conversation. And it's highly encouraged. So I think now we're in a position where we can bring uh, a, a bigger light onto these uh, different situations. Yeah, especially African culture, Ethiopians, I mean, African in general, but Ethiopians, like, there's a taboo on everything. So it's like, I mean, nobody's ever just like going to, uh, like, if if you can't deal with it or you can't talk to me about it, it's like, well, you should, like, just get over it. <laughs> Tough it up. Put some, yeah, put exactly. some salt on it. You good, man. You'll be all right. All right. So let's, let's take a little break, man. Um, I just want to do another top five um, with you. I know you're a sneakerhead. Yep. All right. So I want to know your top five sneakers. Woo, man. Right. If you own them or don't own them. I'd probably go, let's go with, let's go, I'll just go with the ones that I own. Okay. I'd probably say, I'd probably say my Spider-Man ones. Oh, okay. Ones, uh, the Miles Morales ones. Okay. Uh, I'd probably say my Jordan, my uh, Jordan Winlight ninety sixes, Elevens. Okay. Uh, I'm a real big Air Max guy. Uh, I saw you picked up the Supernovas. Oh, uh, you know what? I might, I might throw my Supernovas in there. I thought I <laughs> there for my three. Um, I mean, the Eleven Breads definitely. Oh yeah. Are are up there, and then my last one. Uh, I might say these. I really, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can. I'll show them. What uh, what Nike did with these um during their be true uh oh like, yeah be true. I think I really love these these uh Air oh bro those are fire. What size you wear? Uh, size 13. Oh, yeah, me too, man. It's hard for me to cop, bro. It is hard out here to cop, man, especially for retail. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I like, l- luckily, my homeboy, he had sold me those because he was, he, he's, a, he, he's a bigger sneakerhead than me. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he had, like, a lot of shoes that he was like, you know, I'm not really wearing these. Uh, like, I'm, I'm letting them go for retail or maybe, like, a little bit above retail. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was like, man, I really wanted those. The only, the only, th- there's only been two shoes why. I went above retail for um, the Windline ninety sixes because I really, like, I really wanted those bad, yeah. uh, and I paid like, I think I paid like maybe like three seventy five for a hundred. And the only reason I did that is because 
I had won two grand at uh at Winstar. So I was like, you know what? I can splurge a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that was nice change. Yeah, and then the uh, other one was the Mile Morales um, Jordan one that I had got uh, because when I was on the cruise uh, for my brother's birthday, that's when it came out. I, I, I bought internet just like 10, 10 minutes just to try to win those. <laughs> I didn't win them. Uh, mm -hmm. And then so when I, when I got back here, uh, some dude that out in Fort Worth um, was reselling them, and I think he, I think he, I think he was selling them for like maybe like forty dollars, sixty dollars more. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it, whatever. But yeah, like, and I, and I, and it was funny is I literally got, I literally started being a sneakerhead like within like the past like two years. Like, I probably, probably in the past two years, I probably bought like about fifty shoes. Oh wow. Yeah, and it, like it, like now it's just like an addiction. Like 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 people ask me if I would ever get tattooed. I was like, man, if I think, I like if I did get tattoo, if I get dig tattoos, I mean they would have to be mean something to me. Like I would get trash. Yeah. I was like, if I did, I think I'd probably like, like like go all in, like sleeves, like bag. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I know like it's kind of the same addiction, like with shoes. So I was like, oh, I don't think I want to do that. Yeah, got fit, brought fifty pairs of shoes to walk around your apartment, your your spot, man. man. Look, look, hey, hey, go from one room to the next. When quarantine's over, I'm about to be the flyest. Ah, <laughs> uh, snap! You going for the? Uh, you going for the off whites? Uh, I am, I am, but I think I might just get them just to resell because I don't really care. I don't really. Care oh yeah. I filled out every raffle, every Instagram raffle, man. Just knowing I'm gonna try to flip those. I. Yeah, I I was blessed to get the the chunky donkeys. I end up winning those. A word? Yeah, size thirteen, man, bro. Let me tell you how upset I was that I didn't win those. Man, once I saw the reselling those, I was just like, dude. And like, uh, and one of my friend, and so I had tried for the Dior ones too. Mm -hmm. One of my homeboys who who makes a, who makes a pretty good amount of money. He, I was like, hey, bro, look, if I win, if I win these. You front me the two G's and we can and we can split profit. You like shit, bad. I was like, I was like, man, I hope I win this, man. <laughs> it, was no, it was no chance anybody no regular chance. Damn yours. But uh, what one of my um, what's funny was the I think it was the, the off white sixes. My homeboy had only like me and my homeboy were off driving. Six. and I work with was it off white sixes or off five? Off white five, yeah, yeah five. Yeah. We were driving, and I and he was like, "Man, he's like, look, I'll I'll, I'll enter it for you, uh, just because you you want them and you want to resell them." Man, we were driving together. I lost. And he was like, "Oh shit, I won!" And he was like, "Bro, you won it?" And I was like, "Man, I was like, look, I was like, I know the retail, I know the reselling that, bro. I was like, just, I was like, you won, just go ahead and get your go ahead and get your win, bro." He yeah. was like, and he and he saw how much the resell was, and he was like, "Damn, bro, you you a good dude." I was like. Yeah. <laughs> You're I, a good dude, bro. Yeah. I can't yeah, man. Yeah, man. So did, did, you, did you resell them or did you keep them? I'm keeping them. Um, I currently have them because I wanted them so bad. Cause I was just I did a whole bunch of research like weeks before. I have not worn them yet because I, I feel like it need to be a special occasion. But if that price goes up any higher, like I think the highest I've seen was twenty one. If it goes up to like the threes or fours at some point, and I still haven't worn them, I'm absolutely going to resell them. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. So uh, somebody told me like hold on to them because next summer you never know they may double in price, and I would hate yeah. to like sell them now and knowing they doubled in price a couple of weeks or months later. So um, I think I was I think I was uh when the when the Travis Scott ones had came out, uh, yeah. I, 
uh, I had got like I had got like an early access or like I follow I follow a thing on um, Twitter that tells me like whenever like like a, a, if a if a sneaker drop like drops like a sneak peek type thing. Mm-hmm. I had so I had went I had went to a sneakers app. I had a uh, it was in my it was in my cart and I was like you know what let me let me I was like before I buy this let me go see like what the resell is for it. I went to I went to go just go see the resale thing. I was like, oh okay. Right when I got back, it said sold out. I was like, oh my god, bro! You had it in cart and you decided let me go check StockX right quick. I said, man, that's gonna be the dumbest thing I've ever done. <laughs> oh man, that was a quick bag, man. Yeah, I'm that sorry. was yeah, that was that was painful. Uh, does your friend bot or he's doing um, manually? Your friend who's uh so so actually I literally I literally just bought a bot with my friends so mm-hmm. it's like ten of us I was like because I think after, I think after the after we lost the um after nobody won the dunk the um the Ben Jerry's I was like yo look I was like man you know what let's just let's just buy a bot let's go in let's get this thing because I'm I'm getting pissed off losing losing all this stuff <laughs> and our and, and our bot isn't for all all websites like like sneakers app definitely like they won't allow you to even do a bot or you have to have a specific bot to win on sneakers app mm-hmm. but like every other like foot locker foot action yeah we, we've been we've been winning on those that's dope man that's dope man but hey i don't think i have a need for anything i definitely want the bel air so I, i'll definitely reach out to you for those if you're able to snag a 13 so which ones the the Bel Airs are coming out in August. The alternate, oh, it's the all yeah. white with the internal, yeah, yeah. Color colors. Yeah, yep. I'm definitely trying to cop those. So you get you get those, bro. Let me know. Yeah, I'll be yeah, happy yeah. To definitely. Those. You, you wear thirteen too? Yeah, I yeah. definitely, I definitely, I definitely. Absolutely, absolutely. But hopefully, I can snag these off whites and the uh, the Grateful Dead dunks. Oh yeah, I I I tried. I I, uh, I put my my bids in for those, or or I put my little sweepstakes, whatever for those. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm. I think I'm going after. I think I'm going after the off whites and the, uh, the black and uh, yellow twelves this weekend. Black and yellow twelves. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The gold ones, the gold university yeah. ones. Yeah. What about the uh, the Jadens? You gonna try to cop those? I might try to cop them. Uh, one of the one of the one of the worst one of the biggest ones that I, I think I was pissed off that I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't even attempt to win on was the uh, Sean Witherspoon Air Maxes. I, I, I didn't want to resell. I just want to keep them. I was just like, yo, these things are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Some some shoes is just good. Just they're just beautiful. You don't want to put them on a the toe. You just want to sit there and stare at them sometimes, yep. man. But no, man. I, I I've gotten into sneakers the last two years, man. I'm trying to get my collection up, but definitely catching these L's, man. Especially COVID, because I'm I'm watching all these like YouTube channels of different kids doing bodies or manuals, and they teaching you the tricks or whatever. And even them now, you know, watching videos from March to now, they're saying, like, it's never been like this. And it's because everybody's at home, everybody's trying to make extra income, and everybody's trying to figure things out. So everybody's a part of this world now. You know, five million, five million entries just for the Jordan 1s. I mean, the Dior's, so. They said uh, the the Flints, the uh, Flints, mm-hmm. um, I think it's, I think it was StockX. I think they said that was the most resold shoe that they've had to this year. They said thirty. I think they said thirty-two, thirty-two thousand pairs were resold on on what's called. 
Yeah, man. It was so I, I I wasn't interested in that shoe, but I knew they had so much stock. But it was like people still say it was it was hard to get unless you had a. Oh buy yeah, it. like when when they when they uh when they put it out during the uh, Michael Jordan uh, last dance, like it like it like it literally crashed sneaker app. Like sneakers app, like was was like you had to like you couldn't even get on the app. You had to go directly to Nike. Uh, on your web browser, cause like I was, I was sitting there, like I was on my sneakers. I was like, yo, bro, it's not showing up. <laughs> my uncle was like, my uncle was like, he was like sitting right next to me, like, no, you have to go to the actual web browser. By the time I did that, it was over. And then, and the sneaker app had came back, and they're like, oh, we apologize, the app crashed. Uh, we're gonna put it out right now. And they put it out for like two minutes, or they put it out, and as soon as they put it out, it said sold out. I was just like, yeah, I got, a, I got a love hate relationship with Nike, bro. Like, I'm not sure if you saw like the three days of drops. Uh, that happened. I was, just I was like, trying to get the Shanghai's, bro. It only had like one or two pair of each size. Yeah, I'm like, oh, what? What is wrong with y'all? Y'all, they don't care. It's Nike, they don't care. They're like, we're gonna sell shoes regardless. They don't give a damn, absolutely, man. But, um, do you guys have a Discord or do you guys just do it, I guess, internally within your, your own circles? Uh, we do it. We do it. Uh, we have some guys who, um, who, uh, do like it and stuff so like they'll just they'll, they'll set up the task and they'll they'll watch it uh like like um i i guess like something happened to where for the galaxies i didn't even get the galaxies on that app like i had to i had to literally walk into a store and go and go buy it and what's funny was the store that i went to they were sold out and my homeboy mm-hmm. was at a, my homeboy was at another store uh and he was like, "Hey, bro, if you need it right now, you gotta let me know because they're about to sell it to somebody else." I'm like, I'm like yeah, just, just get it, just get it, just go for it." I'm about to come meet you right now and get them. So I got them. It just, I just be it, the, the time, the time frame of just waiting for those shoes. It's like, oh my god, hurry up! Absolutely, man. Uh, what about what about the Yeezy lines? Are you a Yeezy fan? So I am. I'm only Yeezy fan for the for the um, boost. But it's like I don't even know if I'm gonna support Yeezy right now with this stuff. Cause like, cause like the one of the biggest ones that I wanted was uh, I was supposed to have a pair of Yeezys like like earlier last year. Like when he came, he had came out with the uh, the reflective green ones, like the real bright green ones. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I they had they had they had uh put a random drop. In, like, it was like it was like midnight or one in the morning. Like hey. If you want them, go get them right now at Yeezy Supply. And so I was like, oh, shit. I went over there, put my information in, got it, got the confirmation email. And then all of a sudden, it was like, um, your your purchase was not uh, was not cleared. And I was like, wait, 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 what? And so I was like, so I called, and, and, like, and like, they had tried to take it out like three times. And like the third time, it said it said went through. But then it still didn't go through. And so I had called Wells Fargo. I was like, yo, yo, what, what are y'all doing? Like, what's going on? They're like, oh. Uh, we saw that you were um, that you were trying to buy something from Easy Easy Supply, and we thought it was a hack site, so we just we we didn't allow it to go through. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh I was like, man! I was like, oh, you know what? Well, Fargo, you are raving on my bad side. Y'all are a piece of shits. So I was like, I fuck know. y'all, bro. Yeah, man, that's pain right there, bro. And when the bank give you your L, it wasn't Yeezy that gave you the L. It was the bank. Oh, it was like, bank yeah. <laughs> We don't want you to spend your money on this. We don't care if you want it. <laughs> Man, probably smart because I was I was damn gonna overdraft for them, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get, get paid like four days. <laughs> They're like, sir, you don't have enough money. No, you can't make this purchase. 
I had enough money. I had enough money. If I purchased anything after that, it'd been a wrap. I tried to get the Zion's last weekend, the Yeezy Zion's 350s. Impossible. I, I will never get that time back. I was up at 630 in the morning ready to cop. And they said they had so many pair and it was just hell. The little zebra ones? Yeah, they were kind of like the zebras. Yes, yeah. They look like the, the doves, but they had that like black stripe going across of it. Yeah. Um, and I, the only reason I was getting those just to flip because they were going for yeah. a lot and people were like, hold for a couple of months and he's definitely going to double in price. So that was the only reason I was going for it. But still, a lot of people took L's on that, even with all the rumors about high stocks. Um, yeah. You guys try, you typically go for Yeezys or anything like that? Uh, they, they did. A couple people did try for those. I, I, I don't know if it was like something with like the Yeezy or Adidas uh, website, but they, they held they held an L. So I was like, oh, thank God I didn't like put all my put all my eggs in that basket because I would have been upset. I don't I don't like losing. Especially if I buy if, especially if I buy a bot, I don't like losing. I don't like losing if I don't have one in general, but yeah. especially if I know somebody else won, I'm like, oh man. Yeah, man, it, it, it is a competitive business right now, and I don't think anything, oh, no, there's one sneaker coming out this year that I absolutely have to have, and you can just tell I wasn't into sneakers when this was re originally re released, the Yeezy 350 Brits. I just look oh. at that shoe, and I love it, and I'm like, oh, that looks sexy. And I, think they, I think that comes out in December, huh? Yeah, restock yeah. in December. And also, the I think the Zebras, they talk about the bread and the other breads, too, um, Yeezy bread. So that one that has, like, the red text and also the other one that has the red stripe is supposed to come out. So I'm just yeah, like, if I those three come out this holiday, it's going to be a wrap. Yeah, I saw those. And, and, and Jordan, Jordan's coming out with, like, a – it's it's not the – The anniversary the, one? yeah. It's not. It's not the. It's not the OGs because it's a little bit different. But mm -hmm. I'm still kind of like I'm. I'm debating if I want to get those. I feel like every, I think everybody's on the fence right now. Like man, you know, I don't like the way it looks. Then the day of drop, everybody's going to be on the app. Yeah, probably. Cop it. They did the same thing for the Travis Scott, the two seventies. Oh yeah, I was actually I was trying to get those. Just to flip. Just to flip. Yeah, I. I they're they're. I think the only Travis Scott that I really, really loved, that I really like, just wanted to buy for myself was the um, the Houston Oilers uh, fours that he had got. Those, them things were Ooh, beautiful. It's my, bro, it's in my closet. Sitting oh, in my you. closet. Only worn once. I only those 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 things are just and and, I, and I saw like if you like if you were to look at my like collection like a, a lot of my like a lot of my shoes are black and red. A lot, a lot of them are black and red, but I do have, I do have a, a, a lot of color in all my, in all my shoes. Mm -hmm. uh, but like that's that's why I, that's why I got the uh, the flints and I got the uh, the royal the royal blue uh, ones. Just like uh, I really didn't, I really didn't have a lot of blues, so I was like, you know what, let me change my stuff up. But yeah, I, 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 like, I like if it if, if it had black and red in it, I'm like, oh, you know what? Bro, let me tell you how I obtained those Cactus Jack 4s. So I did not get it when they dropped. Uh, and apparently, Travis, when Travis Scott had, like, his release party in front of Toyota Center, I had no idea about it. But he was selling them out there, too. So I was okay. like, I just wasn't in the game at that time. But I was supposed to work the first Astroworld Festival. Mm -hmm. And the, the company I was supposed to work with ended up, um, you know, canceling like the week prior and i was just trying to cop tickets or find a way to get into the event and it didn't happen 
And I decided the day of the event, I decided just to be in the area of NRG. And I happened to follow uh, Chase B, Travis's DJ. And yeah. he had mentioned that the pop-up shop in, uh, in, in the village, at Rice Village area was going to be open. I was like, you know what? I can't go to the show. I'm going to at least go try to cop some merch. I got there, line open at 12. I got there around 11, 15. Bro, that line was wrapped around a building, whatever. And I found out they had the Cactus Jack Fours. I waited in line for five hours. Five oh, hours to cop one pair of shoes. They, they, then they still had that much stock? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was also the time the Air Force Ones was coming out as well. So people had already, and you was only allowed to pick one shoe. If you're going to get a shoe, either get the Air Force or you get the Cactus Jack Fords. And people had already that. So people were going to go for the newer shoe. So I was just in luck. And of course, I wear a size 13. People are going for like the, the, the pricey and size, 12, well, the 10s, yeah. 11s, 12s, stuff like that. So I was just lucky. But I leg- you ever want to see a grown man cry? They were supposed to close at four o'clock, like cut the line off at four o'clock. It was still maybe 20 people in front of me. It's like, hey, man, we're going to cut the line. I'm like, bro, please don't cut this line, bro. I almost start crying tears. I'm like, no, it's like hour four. Come on, man. And, you know, and I guess the, the store manager at that time had, a, a, you know, he had a kind heart. And he still let your people go, go in and, and still get that merch. So. Shout out to that store manager at Space. He let, he, let, he, let, he let everybody, like everybody asked you to? No. Um, so it was 20 at four o'clock, it was about 25 to 30 people deep in front of me and probably 30 back behind me because they cut the line off at like one o'clock because it was wrapped around the building and they only let like 10, 15 people inside the space at, at time. the time. And that's what took the longest. So yeah, they they let the red the rest of us get in there, and they probably closed around six thirty. So, but it, if they would have cut it off at four o'clock, I'll be sitting with a big hand. I'd be I'd, I'd be upset. I'd I'd probably break break some windows. Like, oh no, I've been here since five hours. Bro, no, let me in. Yeah, absolutely, bro, bro. My absolutely my favorite pair, bro. Every time I saw a picture, like 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 before I copped it, and now they sitting in my closet. I will never sell that shoe. Never, it'll, it'll yeah, forever. It's, it's, a, it's a couple of sho- it's, it's a couple of shoes I, I I never sell, but I wouldn't I I wouldn't like like my Spider Man ones. I'd probably like it has to be like something super dope for me to wear them too because I just like just just the way it looks. It's just like so <laughs> amazing. Absolutely, man. So, what's the one shoe that you don't own that you really really want? One shoe I don't. That's for personal, for the toe, not for flipping or anything. For personal. I wish I had. So I won't I won't lie. So it it, it might be between no okay. So I, I I'm gonna give you three, the Sean Witherspoon the Sean Witherspoon Air Max because those are just super dope to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't really care for like all black shoes, but the the cap and gown Elevens like when I when I saw them oh, I saw them good. Yeah. I was just like and so like the resale on those are like. Oh yeah, six hundred. I'm just like, man, I'm not, I'm not breaking that bread for that. Yeah. And the the one that I really, really wish I I could have had are the uh, off white ones. The uh, I think it's um, the Chicago Chicago the red ones. The ten. Yeah. Yeah. 
I wanted those like super bad. Like I was, I was just like, like my homeboy when he had one, he had one the, the North Carolina ones, off white mm-hmm. ones, and I was like, oh yeah, those are cool. But he flipped them. I mean, of course. Yeah. But, like I, if I would, if I would got the red ones, I think those are just like beautiful shoes. Absolutely, man. It's just like that. First of all, off white Nike, they absolutely. I don't think they lost a collab so far. I don't think they made a bad sneaker yet so far that I know of. But knowing that he redid that. Jordan won with that classic colorway, and it just looked amazing, bro. If you, that is a dream sneaker of mine as well. So, if, if I got and that the, one, and the, and the Jordan one breads are are classic that that I wish I would have had too. Absolutely. Uh, oh man, uh, are you familiar with O'Shea? Yeah. Oh yeah, he has he has them from uh he brought a pair uh from '96 for uh. I forgot how much he said he paid for him, but he paid he paid a bag for him. Oh, actually, never mind. The shoe that I would that I wish I had to this day are the Rare Tobers. Those, those, those that might be my favorite shoe. Like, <laughs> like so uh we had one of the writers um from college dropout. He mm-hmm. had came and talked to us when we had did a show about Kanye. Uh he came out to UNT and uh like kind of like went over stories like like how Kanye was doing whatever blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and he had wore those and I was just looking at him like wow I like these things I like these things are beautiful like like the, the I think every shoe he I think every all that those shoes and that style that he came out with with that Nike one I think those that, like those like probably like hands down the best shoe that ever came out was you uh they're talking about you know redoing it remastering oh, it right. and if they do if they do that I'm I'm buying I'm buying an ASAP like that, I don't care if I don't feel we easy right now. That's <laughs> I need to have. Absolutely. Hopefully they'll do it. You know, make it like a big thing, like a big anniversary thing, like maybe another sneaker day where they just, boom, shock drop. This is it, whatever. And hopefully I'm one of the lucky ones to, to get in there and grab one. But yeah, definitely a legendary shoe, man. And the, and the crazy part is, it's still some dead stocks out there. Oh, no, it's it's mind blowing. Yeah. I was like. I'm watching these YouTube videos. I'm like, oh, I got the easy thing. It's still dead stock. Nobody ever wore it. I'm like, whoa, that's that's amazing, man. So, wow. Oh man, bro, we went over our time talking about sneakers, man. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I, I, I've been really into sneakers, man, and you know, it's really awesome to talk to somebody else who's really into it as well. Hey, man, I would love to um, if you're able to put me in touch with your other guys or just through IG or whatever, I can follow them just to. See what you guys are up to, and you're able to you can stay in contact for me to cop some pairs from you guys. I would love to learn more about the business through you guys, and you know just stay in contact in that way. Yeah, no problem, bro. Absolutely. So um, I just want to take this time. Um, what what's the future look like for you from a career standpoint? Uh, so I so I really want to get into. Uh, I want to start doing video. Uh, okay. Photography people like people like photography. People love bills. People love bills a lot. Like every time, like somebody asking me, like, "Hey, I like your photography, but can you do video too?" I'm like, "Um, not, not yet. Like, not like like." I, and, and that that's like a because it take it, because with video, like it takes a lot more editing than the pictures do because you have to do you have to do a lot of different stuff. And I'm no I'm nowhere close there. So like, I can somewhat jump into photography, but I can't really jump into a video. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like I think I kind of want to. Want to do that? Uh, kind of wanted to do like a whole like media type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, I think I kind of want to do 
Uh, I kind of want to get into the, uh, the podcast game, uh, okay. do that thing. Uh, and then like, I mean, sky's the limit. Like I really don't, I really don't have like a, a ceiling that I want to get to. I just kind of want, I kind of want to do like the, the whole, like if I can do social media, like a couple of, a couple of friends have asked me to, to model their, um, their clothing. Like I had did, I had did, I should have worn, I should have worn that, but I had did, um, uh, a photo shoot for my homegirls tie dye shirts, uh, which oh, are nice. pretty dope. Yeah, pretty dope. They're really dope. Uh, uh, at she dyed that on Instagram. <clears throat> um, shit, if you, I think if you, uh, if you use the code Eli15, you get 15% off with, with, with that. <laughs> uh, uh, nice. Uh, another, actually, to, actually, tomorrow I'm, I'm modeling another friend's uh, clothing line. And so, I mean, if that, if that can somehow lead to extra income, I'll, I'll do that. Bro, um, go do it, bro. Oh, I see the top of that shirt on your IG, the red and uh, the brown one. Yeah. Those are dope. Yeah. I mean, super, super comfortable, super dope. She, uh, I think uh, she, I think she does, uh, like if you do like a kind of special order, she'll do that too. Like she, like she, uh, she gave me a shirt that says, uh, rooting for everybody that's black, super dope. So I was like, yeah, I, like, I, like, I, like, I, like, I want to take it. And, and, and she was like, it's a, it's a um, it's, it's like a prototype. I'm like, oh, can I have it? She's like, yeah, you can have it. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> Bet. Free. Free is always best. Hey, hey, you know, free merch. You know, I'm always down for that. And so, like, my homegirl tomorrow, she had the dope, the dope short, the dope shorts, and uh, and the and her shirt is just like it's a uh, it's a black shirt with like with like black uh, lettering that says black. I'm like, oh, that's dope too. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing it tomorrow. Hopefully, whenever her photographer uh, gets that back, I can put that up too. To to, uh, cause, cause her her her, short, her shorts are dope as hell. So okay. hopefully, she said if I if if we get enough sales, I could probably get some some free merch. So hey. I'm push, I'm push whatever as much as possible. Hey, absolutely, man. It's always good when people support other people, man. That's what yeah, we yeah. need to do, especially yeah. now, man. I love I love that moment we had. I want to say a week or so ago, where everybody was like, "We're not buying nothing but all black everything, black grocery stores, black banks." Black, whatever. So it's it's definitely a, a beautiful thing because you know seeing that, seeing what we can do as people to impact the economy, and just so we not playing games, like we yeah, can be power. game changers. It's it's absolute power, man. Uh, can you uh, shout out your uh, your friend who makes the shirts, their their Instagram or website, or anything like that? Uh, yeah. So um, the friend that I did for the tie-dye uh hers is she dyed that so uh you go s-h-e-d-y-e-d-t-h-a-t uh she has some dope stuff on there uh my other friend um i don't know her let's see i think she uh hers is just uh her first name and last name uh yeah uh desiree lindsay.com uh super dope chick two um d-e-s-i-r-e-e uh d-l-i-n-d-s-e-y uh that's her that's her instagram and then dot com it's her website but she has some dope stuff too uh so yeah i mean hopefully be on the uh lookout for uh, me on your uh <laughs> 
Because what's funny was they uh, my friends had seen me on the Explore page, and I was just like, wow. I was like, oh, I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, Explore page? That's you made office. it. You made it, bro. You big time now. I said, oh, damn, I got my booking info. <laughs> bro, hey, man, you might as well go ahead and get that OnlyFans account on, bro. Right, man, I'm about to sell these cab muscles. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. So, man, this is a great uh, wholesome conversation, man. I love chatting with you. Um, I just want to use this space for you to let the people know where to find you, whether it's Instagram or all your social media platforms. If you got any businesses you want to promote or anything like that, and Cedric, this is just your time to speak to the people. Uh, so uh, if you want to follow me, uh, my personal page is Eli the Ethiopian, E L Y T H E Ethiopian, E T H I O P I A N. Um, if you want to follow my uh, photography page, that is shot S H O T X Eli, E L Y, uh, shot by Eli. Um, I haven't posted a lot of stuff on there as of recent because I haven't been able to uh, do a lot of stuff, but um, definitely going to try to, once COVID stuff happens, I'll definitely uh, start uh, doing some more um, photography. Um, sh- I want to shout out Hip Hop Book Club. Uh, it's a dope uh, thing that I partner with. Uh, that we all, we all work together. Uh, we, uh, so what we do is we'll pick an album pick a classic album, um, break it down by influence, uh, lyrics, production, and uh, visuals. Mm-hmm. And so like, well, so like before the COVID was going down, we were, I think the last place we were doing it was House of Blues. So we were doing House of Blues, uh, getting about like anywhere between 50 to 100 people um, uh, coming through, discussing like, think some of the albums we did were we did a lot of Jay-Z albums, we did Kanye, we did uh Jeezy, we did a lot of albums. So you you know you you'll help you'll hear people's perspective on like what it meant to them like at the time that it came out, like how it influenced them, what were their favorite features on the album or their favorite production, um, their favorite music video and just that kind of thing. Like just have people like just talk about uh the whole album. And so we've been doing that for about two to three years now uh once it pops off i mean once it um and we i mean and, and we've had school, we had nyu uh bring us out there to discuss uh my daughter twisted fantasy uh nice. went to oklahoma before when north uh university of north texas bring us out a couple of times um uh, but super dope place um we actually went to houston one time for uh someone had brought us out for houston one time so uh, we're traveling, trying to do, trying to make it a big thing. Uh, you know, have a little niche that no one else is doing with it. That's dope, yeah. man. So I, I think if you guys have you guys thought about taking that same concept and I guess flipping it to YouTube, anything like that? We were. Uh, we actually, I think we had like somebody that was gonna allow us to go into uh, like a studio and kind of do that, but it was more like. We we love the fan interaction. So like, mm. I mean, we we actually had we actually had like videos of people. Like we had we had we had, our, we had like a videographer there that would capture video. But you know, you don't want to put that all out on what's called because the fan interaction is kind of what brings it to life type of stuff. Yeah, I understand that. But hey, brother, man, this this was great, man. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. Um, and 
you know, yeah, it was a good convo, man. I really appreciate it once again. Um, this has been another episode of the Cue It Up podcast. Man, I hope you have a blessed rest of the day, all right? You too, brother. Appreciate it for having me. All right, man. Peace. All right.